Hello, my friends. I'm back to give you podcast 49, named Align Us With Your Heart, O Lord. It's been a, a searching, and it's, I feel that it's building up to a moment in time that I've become aware of the search in scriptures that this time he he showed me Job 38 and it came from a search that I had begun from my aunt's Bible she had marked it and this scripture was underlined in the notes and such and she had passed away and and wanted the Bible given to me and so the Job story is quite unique because it kind of winds up with what's going on right now Um, God answers Job and she had underlined in the notes if Job didn't understand the workings of God's physical creation How could he understand God's mind or character? And then verse 22 through 23. Just as armies keep weapons in an armory, God has all forces of nature in his control. God answers out of whirlwinds. He answers in the storm. So what do we know? How does our understanding been? How has it been? I mean, if we're not asking God, if we're not looking for his counsel and understanding, then do we really know? In the sciences, in the theories, in the hypothesis of everything, you know, we assume and we go forth and we think we know. And there's a lot of good that comes out of it. But then a lot of things, you know, are not good from them. And it's all come down to opinions and what people think. And they've proven that the numbers have been wrong in this whole coronavirus thing. And so... You know, you don't know what to trust, and I know who to trust. It's the Lord. And a lot of that's not given forth in our society, not unless you're really in love the Lord, I mean, and give your life to Him. But um, He made sciences, He, the whole earth is a science. It all interties with, with each other. I mean, it's it's his it's the Lord's science, so he would know. And he even writes in Job that we we know little. And we're driven to knowledge. To know all the answers and think that we can do better than God. Well, and Job, Job thought that too. Job, Job thought he could do better than God. 
So this whole scenario came down with Satan and God, and God allowed it that he would um, not sin during all his troubles. And Job was stripped of everything. He was stripped of his uh, pride and self-sufficiency and you know, God was after his repentance, but the devil was after something else. He kept saying, Job will, will sin. Job will sin. God said, no, he won't. So all this was going on. God uses good and evil together for his purposes. Even if we go through trouble or suffering, he's wanting to know, will you stand with him through it and not sin? So I thought that was interesting. And the other thing that I found was uh, Psalms 30, which was David's uh, cry to the dedication of the temple. And we are the temple in the New Testament now. We we have the ability of having God's Spirit and we're the temple of the Lord. So David cried out in his his heart to the Lord because he was after God's heart. And then through that I found 2 Chronicles 5.13, the sound within the temple at that time when the Lord came over their worship. And it says it came even to pass as the trumpeters and singers Whereas one, to make one sound, to be heard in praising and thanksgiving to the Lord. And when things were uplifted with their voice, with the trumpets and cymbals and instruments of music, and praise, praising the Lord, saying, He is good and for His mercy endures forever that then the house was filled with the cloud, even the house of the Lord. God took the possession of the temple. He filled it with his cloud of glory. So one other scripture I have all have given in other podcasts is James 2.26. As the body without the spirit is dead... So faith without deeds is dead. And I think our deed would be to being in unison and crying out to the Lord and not assuming that we can do it all and we can do it better. And if you want the cloud of glory to come, I would assume that would be the best way have it come upon us, his presence. But through that experience in Second Chronicles, God made his presence known to them. Even when the priests and the Levitical divisions were there, and they did not follow the prescribed order of ministry because of this unique significance of their, their celebration. So, They were very orderly 
the priest and the Levitical aspect and they had rules and such but they didn't follow them so the Lord approved of this and his glory came and I think if we could look at that now that we don't go by a prescribed order of uh, ministry because we have a unique situation May 31st Pentecost coming to us this this time and through our utterance as one we could see a glory cloud we could experience a glory cloud of God's presence we experienced Passover with a a pestilence with a virus we actually experienced Pentecost we were shut in our homes just like the Israelites and we had to wait for it to pass over so Pentecost could be the glory cloud God's presence coming forth and I think that's just amazing that the uniqueness of this time and that time that we could bring forth the sound and utterance to the Lord and align our hearts with his heart through a, through sound as David sang forth when he called to the Lord it's just a thought is from what I gathered in my scriptures um, and saw this message come out of it and it's unique it's different and mark 11 20 through 24 speaks to the utterance of when we speak to our mountain what's before us and we believe and not doubt and ask the lord then what we ask will be given to us so I used that in my life when my eyes had hit legal blindness and I couldn't read the scriptures but it was it was spoken I heard them so when that scripture was spoken I realized my I could I could speak to the Lord I could ask I could believe and ask because the mountain was my blindness well, the mountain is this virus. The mountain is the recovery economically. The virus has caused many, many things that we have to deal with now. And out of that root cause has come the effect, and we have to deal with the effects of it now. And we have to recover and be restored. So our utterance is very important in anything that we're asking the Lord to do and he he decides he he's the one that acts you know on the whole thing but he tells us to ask so all this was inspired by by the scriptures and I see a path and a new opportunity for us for a new way and a new sound and a new um, awareness that could come upon us 
come Pentecost, and it would behoove us to ask the Lord as as one in unison, just like they did in Chronicles. His word is alive, and it speaks to all different times and situations. So. I think we need to be renewed in a new way and led by a spirit. And our deed is to is to do that to send it forth. That's our faith. Our faith going forth and trusting and asking So I pray that you will do that and that we will have enough people that will so the Lord will hear us as one, as one body with no divisions so we can experience a moment of change. And that's really all I have for you today and I hope that it helps you. It helps that it shows you something, because it sure showed me something. And I pray that there will be enough people that will do this. And uh, we might have, we have might have a moment that's different. Exceptionally different. exceptionally abundantly above all that we could ask that's one of the scriptures so I, I leave that with you and I say God bless